isn't it a, such a beautiful day today? I, it makes me feel like I want to go up on a big mountain and just tumble off today into the golden fields below. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just sharing my fantasy here with Rachel Lindsay Greenbush. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like falling off a big old mountain and just tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. Is that what? Is that one of the things that you're most uh, known for? I mean, when people meet you... The, the little girl that tumbled off the hill. Yes, I, w- I would say that that's Carrie Ingalls' most memorable moment is falling down the hill. <laughs> How old were you when you did that? I was almost four. Didn't, 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 no, nobody had to push you. You did that. You've learned how to fall off a hill on your very own, right? Yeah. Well, I have my twin sister, my stunt double, do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't the actual one. Oh, man, we have now. What a scandal that is. But anyway, <laughs> we got Carrie Ingalls with us. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you for having and, and me. Da- so and Danny over there? Good and Danny. Morning, yes. How are you, Danny? I'm doing great. Guys, Thank you. you. Just flew in from L.A., didn't yes. you? Yeah. Welcome to uh, the Roy Rogers Festival. This is uh, a weekend to set aside to honor the king of the cowboys. Yeah, Roy worked with my dad, so it's such an honor for me to be here. Really? And your dad was who? Billy Greenbush, and he did Macintosh and TJ, which was one of Roy's last films. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, and my dad got to be his nemesis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the, the spirit of what uh, we were talking yesterday to that, to that mean girl you might know, uh, about the spirit of just basically these shows. Roy Rogers, you know, the, the wholesomeness of what he brought t- t- to the table, both in movies and television and in singing, and what The Little House of the Prairie also did. Um, at the time, at four years old, did you really kind of realize at the time, or did it take a little while to realize that you were really involved in something special? It took me a long time to realize it. When I was young, I was surrounded by kids in the industry at my school and friends who had kids that were stunts, did stunts and stuff like that. So I just thought it was normal. And my father was an actor, so I just grew up around it and submersed in it. So I didn't think of anything different. It was like normal life to me. Yeah. And but, you know, the thing is, is we were talking yesterday about these kind of television shows. And uh, Misty, our our news lady, of course, uh, she said that her family would go through a whole box of uh, Kleenex every episode, you know, just keep it there on the table because they knew there would be a big cry coming up. But, you know, shows like that that really pull on the emotions, uh, I think, are really healthy because it kind of goes both ways, both from what you guys are doing on the screen and the message that you're uh, getting across. Definitely. And, you know, Michael was a lot like Roy in that way. They always thought that it should um, have a value or a lesson or a meaning to it. So it wasn't just, you know, this drama. It was impactful because you got something out of it. You learned a lesson. It it led by example then show you, you know, how things uh should be and we get farther and farther away from that i think with social media because you can hide behind text messages you can hide behind tweets and and you don't ever have to really interact or have feelings for that person that you may be criticizing um but that really brought us back and still brings us back Mm -hmm. to what's really important in its community and family and your neighbor and looking out for one another and having each other's backs and stuff like that well paul peterson and i he just was on the and talking about the fact that uh, so Social media uh, back in the day, and you know now we're, we're, we've moved so far away of it. It's almost like remember back in the days when we didn't have Facebook and Twitter and all that, because it, it was a very a, a time uh, that you know. I, I guess I hate to say it because I don't, but people talked to each other, people uh, communicated with each other a lot better than we do now. 
Definitely. And, you know, I was very fortunate. I didn't have paparazzi and I didn't have social media and all right. that thing that criticizes you in a heartbeat. You know, so you're, the scrutiny that child actors grow up under today is just you can't really mm -hmm. fathom it unless you experience it because it's mm -hmm. just incredible. I, I couldn't imagine growing up that way today. We're talking with, uh, again, uh, Rachel Lindsay uh, Greenbush, who was Carrie Ingalls on uh, <laughs> the Prairie. Did you ever experience the wrath of uh, Michael Landon in real? I mean, uh, being a rambunctious young child, did he ever have to sit you down and give you a timeout? Directly, no, I didn't. But then we all knew not to make Michael mad. I mean, that we all knew he was the one person right. that you did not want to be upset at you. Yeah. Did he get upset a lot? No, he only got upset when things weren't done the way they should have been done. Right, but he right. was more the type of person that was like, okay, we're on we're off schedule how are we going to fix it how are we going to move forward right. he wasn't one you know he would deal with the fallout of that later but usually if we were on set or something like that it's like okay well let's just handle it because we don't have time to waste because mm -hmm. every episode had to be shot and edited within 10 days so that it could air the next right, week right. so it, that's a very very fast schedule yeah. and so he didn't really have time to waste uh, going over why it wasn't done it's like okay it wasn't done let's do it or let's figure it out and get it done and move on what are some of the questions that fans ask you like in a pecking order of one two and three when they meet you uh i'm kind of interested to see because again of the dynamics of this show and, and you being so young what are just a few of the things that uh, people kind of ask you I'd say number one, who fell down the hill. <laughs> Two is what was it like to work with Michael Landon? Right. What was it like to grow up on the set? Um, mm. Is Nellie Olson really nice? I gotta say that's probably. You know what? I told her yesterday, and I, and I hope you don't get upset at me. I loved her character so much on that show, you know, because she taught me so much about life and how to defend myself as I grew up, and um, you know, just. Uh, not that I ever approved of her, you know, pushing you to the ground or anything like that or being mean <laughs> to you. But, no, would she, she, you know, and she is such a nice person. And we talked yesterday how, how the transformation of being, quote, a nice person into this mean person. And that becomes your on-camera persona. And then you have to live with it for the rest of your life. Yeah, uh, you know, Allison tells a story in her book that's really interesting about how she was picked on in school yeah. until she did Nellie Olson. And then she actually learned to defend herself being Nellie Olson as well. And so then at school, people would recognize her and they'd say, oh, you're so mean. And she's like, that's right. <laughs> and so then they stopped picking on her. So it worked for her, too. Well, she perfected the Nellie Olson face. You know that. And then. <laughs> yeah, she still does it when you ask, well, too, so I, I, come down, take a picture I've with I've got her. it right here. I've got the Nellie Olson face preserved, but I also have one from you, which is rather angelic, so you go the complete oh. other way. But um, you were on the show for how many years? I was on the show for eight years. Eight years. And uh, I asked um, Allison yesterday, and I'm going to ask you the same question, what was your favorite episode? I would have to say if it's my personal favorite, it's Ma's Holiday because I can be re remember being nailed to the roof by Mr. Edwards, and I just <laughs> thought that was so much fun. <laughs> nailed to the well, you both picked <laughs> out kind of weird episodes as your favorites. Do you know? Do you know what her favorite one was? Don't you? 
Uh, was it the wheelchair episode? Yeah, being pushed down the hill in a wheelchair. <laughs> so you got nailed to a roof. She got pushed down the, the hill in a wheelchair. Did she tell you she had a broken arm when she did that scene? Like she's no. she's got yeah. She broke it. She really had a broken arm when they did that scene. So she uh, was riding a skateboard and she fell off the skateboard and broke her wrist. So they had casted her wrist, but then that's why she has like the fake cast around it to hide the cast and then they're bumping her wheelchair and she's bumping this broken <laughs> wrist and she's like oh, oh that hurts anything for entertainment <laughs> that's right we sacrifice yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that michael landon he loved kids <laughs> <laughs> She killed me yesterday talking about how he was this you know hollywood hot guy with a 600 hundred dollar haircut and he still made you think that he was a, a dirt uh a poor a dirt poor farmer out in the prairie you know and he made it <laughs> He made, uh, and um, again, with uh, after what was like life after Little House on the Prairie for you? Life after Little House on the Prairie was uh, I I did a lot of kind of soul searching after that because I had started acting when I was so young, yeah. and then I had done other things afterwards, and then you come to this <clears throat> awkward age where they're getting people like uh, Michael J. Fox and Family Ties, who's over 18 because of the labor laws, he can be his own adult, sure. to work and play roles that are 16, 17, and under. So you kind of come to this little part where they're trying to get people that are over 18 to play your age. Right. And so I kind of went, okay, well, this is what my dad does. This is my what my dad chose to do. What do, what do I want to do? And so I started, we'd always been really into riding horses, and I got into show jumping Grand Prix. Wow. And so I really wanted to ride for the U.S. Olympic equestrian team. That was my dream. And, and I saw Tatum O'Neill in International Velvet, and I was like, done, <laughs> done deal. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Did you do it? I didn't make it to the U.S. team, unfortunately, oh, but I did man, ride and compete right. for a long time. Well, I'll tell you what, you are such a joy, and I know you're going to love Portsmouth because we've got so many big fans of Little House on the Prairie and yourself, and uh, the little girl that tumbled down the hill, you've done very well for yourself. Thank you. You really have. <laughs> Talking to, again, Rachel Lindsay uh, Greenbush here today, Carrie Ingalls, and uh, I hope that you guys enjoy your stay. Thank you very much. We're and, looking forward to yeah, um, exploring. Well, thank you for being here, and thank you, Don. Danny, Danny, Danny thank, thank you, you for sir. being here. Thank you. Uh, we're going to talk to Dodie and John here in just a second. Coming up next on Mix 99.3 and worldwide WNXTradio.com. For 200 years, SOMC has served the Portsmouth community and surrounding areas by providing the highest quality of compassionate health care. Each day, you give us your trust, and we work hard to earn that trust so we can continue to give back to you in every way that we can. When it comes to living your best, healthiest life, you're never alone. We're in this together. Southern Ohio Medical Center. Very good things are happening here. Listen to Mix 99.3 online at WNXTradio.com. Mix 99.3 streaming is presented by Toro Loco on Washington Street in Portsmouth. For a great meal and a wonderful time, visit Toro Loco. I hate going to the dentist. I've been afraid of going to the dentist ever since I was little. Hi, I'm Dr. Murray, and while I can't promise we won't have to fix a cavity, I can promise we'll take care of you in a trusting and caring environment. Dr. Murray and our team understand why people don't like to go to the dentist. We treat lots of patients who haven't been to the dentist in several years. Most have had a bad experience, are embarrassed, or afraid. We know these feelings are real, and we go out of our way to respect you and your situation without putting you down or making you feel guilty. Don't let fear of the dentist keep you from a happy, healthy, beautiful smile. We listen, we care, and we always 
do our best. Ask about the special for new patients, a free exam and x-rays. Call Dr. Murray at 354-DENT for a positive dental experience. And be sure to visit a most informative website, PortsmouthDentalCare.com. Hi, Steve Hayes here, inviting you to stop in to meet the folks at the area's fastest growing customer pharmacy. That's Blackburn's Pharmacy in the New Boston Mall, featuring pharmacist Roger Flott and Sharon Miller, who are always there to maintain all of your medical needs. Convenience and easy hours has always been the calling card to Blackburn's Pharmacy, where it's always easy to get what you need fast. Blackburn's Pharmacy is open Monday through Friday from 9 till 6, offering free delivery on the weekdays. Saturdays, they're there from 9 till 3. And adding to that, you're always just a few steps from the parking lot and the friendly, smiling folks are always the first people you see when you walk in the front door. And if you switch from another pharmacy to Blackburn's, you'll get a $27 gift card, no questions asked. So stop in today or anytime for all of your pharmacy needs. And by being there and knowing their customers on a one-on-one personal basis, Blackburn's Pharmacy strives to always build the confidence and friendship you want and need in your local hometown pharmacy. Sorry, no pictures allowed. I told... What? I told... No pictures, no videoing, no... Everybody say, Happy Trails. Well, it uh, wouldn't be Western Days, Roy Rogers Festival, without a uh, visit from Dodie and John and the rest of the gang here. Why, Dodie, why don't you go ahead, left or right on your radio dial, introduce everybody, make sure everybody knows who everybody is here, because we're all family, right? Right. Yes. Okay. All right, Dodie. Go ahead. I am Dodie. You are Dodie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I do know Daughter of Roy Rogers. Yes, yeah. And this is my niece, Julie. And Julie. Remember mm-hmm. Julie from last year? Yes. And her husband, Gino. Oh. <laughs> I remember Gino. Gino, good to see you again. And then uh, that <laughs> long-haired guy That's my yeah. husband, John. I, I know who John is. Yes. <laughs> Man, it's, it's good. It's a little party here, but thank you for joining us today. And uh, gosh, do Sorry. You, that's all right. Please. Miscreant behavior is the... The founding fodder of which this show is built. Just having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, welcome back for another, uh, gosh, another. It's just like a blink of an eye and you're back. Yes, I love it. A quick week. Or a quick year, I guess. Which seems like like, week. She's been here for a week. How many years has this festival been going? Well, I can tell you, I think. I have here. We should be sent. This is the... uh, the uh, 36th. That's what I thought. Wow. 36th anniversary of <laughs> Western Days of the Roy Rogers Festival. So, kind of, Dodie, fill me in what you've been doing since last year. Oh, the whole year? Yeah, well, just capitalize yeah. <laughs> it. Not, well, not day by okay. day. <laughs> not, not, okay. Let me get my journal. Yeah. But uh, just working with the horses and um, yeah. visit. We have a new grand, great granddaughter. I'm losing track. A great so, granddaughter now? I get well, that's this number seven. seven. Woo! Yeah, that's Man. what I say. My goodness. So, um, and John's been working. I keep well, I've working. Got, I, well, I'm going to talk to John here in a minute because I have uh, my my standard question. I'm going to ask him. Oh, here okay. He, he's used to that every year. <laughs> so, um, so, and what is what have you been doing? I have been. Um, I'm a teacher. She's a teacher. Yep. So I've been teaching kindergarten. And, that's right. Um, yep. We have horses, so we ride a lot. We have a Palomino, just like well, Grandpa's. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Is um, I, somebody was telling me? Maybe you know this, or maybe you don't. That the 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 lineage of Trigger, uh, some of his offspring are still around. And uh, do you know anything about that? It's not the old man Trigger. It's There's not the old old trigger. Right. He, was he cut. never. He no. He oh. wasn't cut. 
No, he never had offspring that we know of. Okay. If somebody wanted. This to was the original Trigger right. back in the fifties. But they have little Trigger and Trigger Junior. That's and what I've heard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think Randy Travis got one of them. That's what I've heard yes. of. Randy yeah. Travis. So someone was telling me that Randy Travis, a big fan of Roy Rogers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and he has a good friend. Yeah. And he has one. Randy right. Travis. Right. Okay. And our horse is um, a descendant of Pal, who was um, Grandma's horse for a while. And oh, he, wasn't yeah. he a stunt In the horse? beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. he looked too much like Trigger because he's a Palomino, and they didn't want to take away. I got you. Yeah. Okay. But, but as far as we know, the original, original Trigger uh, was Fire and Blanks. Yes. Oh, well, the, we well, don't know <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. We never tried to. In oh, never. Yeah. You we never tried to. to breed him. No. No. Right. Okay. No. That's all right. But uh, it's nice to know that uh, there are some of Trigger left out there. We think, right? Hopefully, Randy. Tra- Randy Travis. <laughs> don't tell Randy Travis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, John. I got to ask you about uh, my, t- my normal tr- question. Do we have any meteors headed to Earth? <laughs> What are we going to do about them meteors? Man, that's a that that is a good question. Because that's not every, my area generally. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, so you were trying to stump me, clearly. Well, no, because you you know we we always like to talk. John works for NASA, and you know the you're on the cutting edge of all the th- things from outer space, and I always love to you know get a little tidbit or two from you. <laughs> yeah, don't you I'm have not, a don't you have a watch that shows when I'm. Well, satellite is going over. Oh, here? absolutely! Yeah, I've got an app. How many satellites do we have up? There? Oh, oh God! Do you have well, an idea? I'll tell you what. Tell it, me what. It has increased significantly. Uh, SpaceX uh, recently launched a whole string of satellites, which kind of freaked us out one night when we were looking up in the sky, and I wasn't them. aware that they had launched this right. this entire string of them, right. and. Usually we'll see, you know, one satellite go over, maybe, you know, a couple or three at a time. And there were dozens that were coming in a line, and I didn't know that they... Oh, didn't that hit the news and people were wondering what... Oh, yeah, and everybody was wondering, what you know, is is this an invasion? (laughs) (laughs) And, and, I mean, I thought there was a logical explanation. I just hadn't been aware of it ahead of time. Ah, see, and you're supposed to know that stuff. I am, I am. They're supposed to check in with me. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, this is... John. Now, let me ask you, are you going to guys take in any part of the uh, storming of Area 51 this fall of the... uh, <laughs> Half a million people that are going to go in there and look, at, find them aliens. Yeah, it's too hot out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let them take that. <laughs> anyway, but John, you're going to be here playing some music, and uh, well, how's your music? You see, he's a guy, m- the most well-rounded guy. When I tell people I have friends in high places, I say I got a guy that's a NASA scientist, and he plays cowboy music. Oh yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I uh, love to utilize all my talents and and that is it is always kind of fun because and that's one of the reasons why i dress this way when i perform i dress western is because i don't want to get up there looking like a uh, a, a guy from nasa right. an engineer right, right i want right. to look like you could so it helps me get out of that engineer and into yeah. a, a professional. Well, performer. the shirt that he's wearing this morning, he could actually play a cowboy western motorcycle show because he, <laughs> yeah, he has a black shirt with skulls and cross uh, skulls <laughs> on it with a rose in its mouth, and you know that ha- that that says a lot. Well, this is this is what we always call Skull Day uh, uh, over at the the festival. Um, uh, a couple of the guys from security, uh, right. uh, Mike Grant and his brother Matt Grant. Uh, I had had a skull shirt and they liked it so i gave it 
gave it to, to Mike the first year. Then yeah. the next year I had another one just like it, and right. I gave it to Matt. I got you. And, and then I went and got my own. Yeah. So now we all wear our skull shirts on Friday. So, so. now I, that next year I hope that you'll think of, of me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the skull the shirt it. Steve. Yeah. There we go. And he'll walk out of here shirtless. <laughs> I always bring a spare. No. <laughs> so bring, well, that's a good idea. No, I do. Yeah. I, this shirt, this is the uh, Transcending Lives campaign shirt because uh, a little later on i got to go over to the groundbreaking yeah. of the hospice. Oh, cool. So I have, I, I wear multiple shirts. So, but I love the one you've got on right Well, now. this is just that's a, a little, good. That's a good Friday shirt. Thank you. I, well, I wear these all the time because to, to me every day is Friday. Yeah, <laughs> my philosophy is every day is Friday. But I want to thank you guys. And again, uh, we've got a great, great lineup uh, of folks in uh, Paul Peterson, great as can be, the, the the ladies from Little House on the Prairie, and all the other folks. So uh, I anticipate we're going to have uh, a good house down at the old downtown Holiday Inn. You know, yep. you know, who I think needs one of those shirts. I'm just going to say this, and you know, I I've never been in these clothes closets before. Jeff Albrecht, gentleman Jeff Albrecht, the guy that owns the Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. he he would look exquisite in one of those shirts. <laughs> so if you see him, just yeah, kind of just give him your shirt. Tell him to get his own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Doty, one more time, just want to thank you uh, for me. Oh, for, for me, to, I have to move. Uh, we have a boom mic, and uh, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want I didn't want a boomer in the head with that. But uh, Doty, again, it's always a pleasure having you guys oh, come and uh, remember uh, uh, Roy and and all the great things that he does that, that continue to live on. And you know, it's amazing, even though uh, he's been gone. You know, you you have. Uh, uh, little Carrie Engels, whose dad worked oh, with him, yes. yeah, yeah, and and you and you hear the stories, uh, you know, the continue on about what what a guy he was, you know. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been fun, and it's not over yet. So, no, 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 we're not to trying to push it to, to over either. So, but I want to thank all you guys for being in here today. It's always a pleasure. It wouldn't be uh, Roy Rogers uh, Festival weekend without having you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, so keep your eyes to the skies. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and your hands to the picks. So what time are you guys performing, by the way? Uh, we have the dinner at, at 7 o'clock. 7, so. We'll seven. probably get cranked up around 7.30. 7.30. That'll be tonight. Yeah. He'll yeah. still be singing at 11. Is that open to the public? Yeah, I mean, last <laughs> night we kept going, and, and, and it was like 10 after 11 when they finally stopped. Us. Wow. So okay. We were having a, a good time with my, my cohorts. Uh, Jim Evans and his brother Jerry. Oh, Jim and Jerry, yeah. On the drums. And Zachariah Malachi. And then Zachariah Malachi, who who first came to the festival last year, he's extremely talented. And, and, I mean, he just just fit right in like a glove. And I think they still have tickets available. If there are still tickets, you can just go down to the Holiday Inn downtown and get them. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys again. We'll see see you down there. And Julie Julie. also sings with us. Oh, please. I could tell Julie is a singer. Oh, yeah. She's got plenty of songs in her heart she wants to let fly. Oh, we have a great time. (laughs) Great time. She is. All right. All right, you guys. We'll see you down there. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. All right. We are Mix 99.3. Now, somewhere lurking in the hall, we're going to find Misty Cook, who is uh, going to be coming in to do news headlines. And uh, But, again, I want to thank Paul Peterson this morning, who uh, joined us. Also, Rachel Lindsay Greenbush. Uh, she played Carrie, the little girl that tumbled down the hill. Allison Arngram, who was the little girl that tumbled down <coughs> in the wheelchair. Of course, <laughs> we had her on yesterday. 
But uh, we've uh, had just uh, a plethora of fun here this morning with all the folks, again, from uh, the Roy Rogers Western Days. Now, before Misty gets here, and she's on her way, I know that, want to remind you that don't, don't forget this coming Sunday, it's going to be the recreation uh, game between the Cincinnati Red Stockings and the Portsmouth Pick 15 as we try to avenge a 40 to nothing loss uh, 150 years ago. But, well, I'm sure I'll have more on that. I hope that you do avenge well, that loss. Thank you. Man, it's been busy. I know. It's been fun. And fun, too. I think it's been more fun than busy. I think it's been, you're, yes, you're yeah. right. It has been fun. Time for news brought to you this morning by Morgan Brothers Jewelers. Don't forget the bros knows when it comes to quality jewelry through and through. They've been doing it now for 70 years and counting from Vern and Vic to Mark and Rick. Also, Aaron, the big old glob of glue that will acknowledge you when you come in and the doors open this morning is 930. Once again, Misty Cook. Thanks. President Trump held a rally in Cincinnati last night. ONN's Brian Somerville has the story. He talked about the lowest unemployment rate while adding six million new jobs in the last two and a half years. And our stand is clear. We are finally putting America first. The president says 123,000 more workers are now employed in Ohio, opposed to when he was elected in 2016. Ohio is doing better today than it's ever, ever, ever done before. I'm Bryant Somerville. More than 1,600 tickets were written in Ohio alone during a week-long initiative aimed at enforcing and raising awareness about the move-over law. Six different agencies participated in the initiative from July 21st to the 27th, including Indiana State Police, Kentucky State Police, Michigan State Police, Pennsylvania State Police, West Virginia State Police, and the Ohio Highway Patrol. According to troopers, 1,681 tickets were written to drivers in Ohio. Ohio law requires all drivers to move over to an adjacent lane when approaching any vehicle with flashing or rotating lights parked alongside the roadside. If moving over is not possible, motorists are asked to slow down and proceed with caution. Southern Ohio Medical Center will hold a groundbreaking ceremony for its hospice renovation and expansion pro- uh, project at 10.30 this morning after the Hospital Development Foundation wrapped up its $3 million Transcending Lives Capital campaign. Development Foundation spokesperson Mary Arnson says the campaign began in August of 2016. And we are just here to invite the community and thank them so much for all they have um, done for the campaign and gotten behind it. Um, I know there were a lot of gifts that were made from our community in memory of people who had been served by our facility. And it has been open since 2007. And we are just, um, no, we have touched a lot of lives. And also want to thank our SOMC family. Um, They really got behind the project as well. Um, Our employees donated, our boards donated, our guilds donated. And um, the events that we've had, the summer soirees and the Winter Wonderlands, the proceeds from those events um, went into the project. So a lot of people have helped make this a reality. The expansion and renovation project will include updating the existing facility, as well as adding four new patient rooms, a large common gathering area, a meditation room, new restroom facilities, an upgraded kitchen and support areas to assist staff. The public is invited and welcome to attend this morning's ceremony. And in 1869, the Cincinnati Reds became the first professional team in baseball. On Sunday at 3 o'clock in Earl Thomas Conley Park, there will be a recreation of baseball's first season with a rematch between the Red Legs and the Riversides, which is the Portsmouth area team. In the original game, the Red Legs beat the Riversides 40 to nothing. Sherry Rowland with the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame Museum says Sunday's game will feature all of the original rules of the game, which includes not wearing gloves, among others. And one thing that I would encourage the fans to, as they come and um, participate, watch, learn the game, right. that the, the name of the game, when you're cheering, is not to say, 
hooray and yahoo and do the stupid woo thing. You're supposed to be yelling huzzah. So if you see something that you like as a spectator, make sure you yell huzzah. Huzzah? <laughs> exactly. Huzzah! <laughs> Not the, the stupid woo thing. <laughs> the game is free on Sunday and open to the public. See? Yeah, oh, man. Whew, I can't remember when there's been so much going on, but uh, today it's been like freeform radio at Sablu Best. It has to, been yeah. so much fun today. Well, it has, and you know. I mean, it's always fun when we have guests, but these are special guests, and you know, all of us were looking forward to meeting Carrie and Paul Peterson, and so we're just excited that they were here today. Well, yeah, and uh, they're excited about being here as well, too. And the one thing that I, I gleaned from just interviewing all of them, <clears throat> excuse me, is that. Uh, they love to talk about um, what they've done. And, you know, you think about it over the years. You know, you're on a show like Little House on the Prairie or Donna Reed, and, and your character, your work lives on forever mm-hmm. and, and still does. And, and these folks are very proud of what they've done over their years. And uh, they, uh, they know, I mean, they get it that the fans are out there and want to talk about it. And just like you heard on the air in in the short periods that we had a chance to talk, any questions you might have, any uh, and it doesn't matter what I mean, how obscure or whatever, they're going to be able to uh, answer it for you. And they love doing it, mm-hmm. and they love doing it. I mean, I've learned a lot of stuff. I, you know, I found out that you know the character uh, of um, of Allison's uh, who played, uh, you know, she was the Nellie Olson, uh, yeah, <clears throat> mean girl on the prairie, the mean girl. That uh, you know, she just she's not ta- mean at all. Taught me what life was all about with that character. You know what I want to do? I was do? so disappointed to find out she was so nice. I when, I ha- when I have time, I want to binge watch all of the episodes of Little House oh on the Prairie God. now, <laughs> and I will need several boxes. Uh, of you're going to need Kleenex. a case of yes. them, so just yes. to beware on that. But just wanted to let the folks know very quickly that they're going to be here through Saturday. So get down there, especially today. Today is a good day mm-hmm. uh, to get down there, get autographed pictures, tell stories, have your picture taken with them. And uh, they, again, they love what they do. And tonight they have a, a, a grand banquet. I think it's at the American Legion. There's a silent auction tonight. And I think Dodie did say there are still a few uh, tickets available. Mm-hmm. And then there's a grand banquet on Saturday night. There you go. All right. Thank you, Misty. It's our update brought to you by the bros. Morgan Brothers Jewelers, downtown Portsmouth. They've been serving you for 70 years and counting. So stop in for those special moments. Make it a Morgan Brothers moment. Those jovial jewelers with a gem of a smile. Some brand names are more than just a product. They become a lifestyle. Pepsi, Chevy, and Morgan Brothers Jewelry. Now celebrating their 70th year of service, Morgan Brothers has been in business that long for just one reason. They're good. From Vernon Vic 